Welcome everyone to the Categorically Romance podcast. My name is Bree, and I'm joined today by OG podcast co-host Sarah is back. You guys, <laughs> say hello, Sarah. Was it weird that I wanted to jump in and do the intro? I kind of wanted you to do it too, but I was like, <laughs> I was like, it was like automatic, like it was like ingrained in my brain. All right, this is what you're gonna do. <laughs> I mean, for old times' sakes, let's just pretend that we started over. Da, 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 da. Now go, do the intro. <laughs> oh, God, can I remember it now? Hi, everyone. My name is Sarah, and welcome to the Categorically Romance Podcast. Oh, my God! <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, everyone misses you. Tell everyone how 2022 has been. We still get asked, like, health-wise, how you're doing. So whatever you're comfortable with sharing, like, just catch everybody up. What's been going on? I'm good. I'm good. I mean, I had the scare in February. I was back in hospital again in September while they had to readjust some medication, but I have been perfectly fine ever since. So we're good. Every They just had to, you know, readjust. It's an art, not a science. <laughs> it's an art. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. So how's your December been? Like, you know, this is your time oh. to thrive. You love the fall. You love the holidays. Like, how 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 have you been enjoying it? What have you been doing? What the hell happened in the month of December is my question. Right. What happened in the month of November? <laughs> right. Because I'll be honest with you, I was talking to a coworker about this the other day. I'm not in the Christmas spirit. And I know that sounds horrible, but it's just like it came so quickly. You know what I mean? These are the like this is the time of year that I love to read because you know me. I love the Christmas books. You love and it. I yeah. have had like this month, I DNF'd a book. Two books were like three stars, and now I'm in a reading slump. And I'm just like, you I never get in slumps, Sarah. You never I know, get in slumps. I know, I know. And I'm just—I mean, it doesn't help that I'm sick. If you can't tell that from, I did not get a secondary job as a, you know, sex phone operator. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I feel tell unsafe us you're to a, say a that blaze here. lover without <laughs> telling us you're a blaze lover, right? Right. I told Garrett, I'm like, I need to make some extra Christmas money. Um, but um, <laughs> no, I just, uh, yeah, I just, nothing is interesting me. And it's even like, like, and I, this is not a, sh a shot to the authors at all, because you know I love their work. But like the new Rowan Parish, The Holiday Trap, it's there. I have a physical copy of it. I don't want to pick it up. The new Sarah Morgan, mm -hmm, I don't want to mm -hmm. pick it up. You know, there's all these Harlequin um, uh, Christmas books. I don't, I'm not in the mood to pick them up. It, it's weird. I don't know what's going on. And this is just a weird year, I think. You not wanting to pick up the new Sarah Morgan has me a little worried. <laughs> I know. But I think I'm really starting to come into this whole mood reading aspect. Do you know what I mean? Like, okay. I was okay. playing around on Kindle Unlimited uh, yesterday and I'm like, ooh, I want to read that and I want to read that. So I started like this like 50 page book by Megan Resting um, Scrooge Face. I don't know if you've seen the cover of it. 50 pages long. I'm like, this is what I need. I need a quick read. I like Megan Quinn. Let's get it done. You know what I mean? So do you think I that's think what that's it is? Like, because I think a lot of a lot of romance readers during this time prefer novellas. Like we want novella right. length Christmas books. Like, do you think you're transitioning right. into that? Like, I just want short books during this season, you guys. Do you think that that's what it is? I think so, because we don't have a lot of time between family <laughs> obligations and holiday. Whether you celebrate or not, it can still be a very busy time of year. So, you know, and, and I mean, a lot of the Harlequin books are perfect for that because most of them come in around 200 pages. But, uh, you know, it, it's the uh, and I'm, I, I still really want to read the Roan Parish, but it's almost 500 pages long. That oh, would yeah. take me like two <laughs> weeks to 
the pace I've been going at. You know what I mean? I will tell so, you. I mean, if you're not in the mood for it, don't don't force it. But the holiday trap, like, looking at it, it, it is in Chucker. But like I listened to it on audio and kind okay. of like followed along with it with the physical book. Even though it's a chunker, it's one of the quickest reads I feel like I read this year. Because it's like you're following two people like one, you know, they switch places it's like the movie The Holiday or whatever. Like the yep. guy goes um, from New Orleans to Maine and the girl goes from Maine to New Orleans. And there's mm-hmm. just so much going on. But like like if you're not in the mood, don't pick it up. But when you do, you'll have to like report back and let us know what you thought. Like I flew through that book. Like I just could not put it down because they switch cities and they're dealing with like the community the other person has and finding romance and dealing with their own stuff. And I was like, man, this book is he's huge. And I like fled through it. So just nice. just know that one I can honestly say like it looks it's big, obviously, but like it it's a quick read. Yeah, yeah. But I just I feel like that's our book. Do you know what I mean? Because we talked yeah. to her. And she yeah. talked about it. When we were on the podcast, she I'm like, did. that's Ryan Bree's book. She did. That Remember one and she... The Rivals of Casper Road. Those are our books. We knew about them like before they, you know, right? when they were on the shelves. It's like, oh my God, we talked to Rowan about this. I know. <laughs> but that's part of the other thing too, is that I haven't been listening to audiobooks. I don't know oh why. Oh my God, Sarah. Like I went a couple of months where I didn't listen to them either. Yep. Yep. I think it's like an ebb and flow thing. Like, you know, I'm just too busy at work. On my drive into work, I just need to, I'm listening to a lot of podcasts lately and music. And I really miss listening to just music. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Not yeah. having to consume something, you know, in my brain while I'm driving to work. I just want mindless music. Right. And I, I think that's part that of it for too. you. I love mm. that for you. So if it means I'm reading less, so be it. And, and you know, for my channel and stuff, I made con- my viewers are like, nope, you're just like the rest of us. You're not a speed reader. You're not a, you know what I mean? If I finish two books in a week, bonus, right? Yeah. I'll call it a win. Mm-hmm. And you want a big shocker? You're the first to hear this. I deleted NetGalley. No, you didn't. I did. did. You? I did. I'm I had proud of you. I've been thinking about it too, there. Sarah. I had okay. 1,500 books on there, and I just thought to myself, I am never getting to all of these, and this is just stress I don't need in my life. Delete. That was it. Oh, I'm so proud of you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Was it like if, an over, if, the, over time thing? Like, what? how did you come to that, that, that day while. when you were like, screw it? <laughs> well, this could have also been a fever-induced decision. <laughs> I'd been thinking about doing it for a little while. And then the other night, I was like three o'clock in the morning. I couldn't sleep because I was running a fever. And I'm just sitting there and I'm like, let's just delete NetGalley. Oh my gosh, Sarah. (laughs) But I don't regret it. The more I think about it, I'm like, I don't have that hanging over my head now. You know, I don't have to think about getting to these books. Like if there are authors, I can kind of start fresh in a way. Like if there's authors out there who want me to read and review their, reach out to me. You know what I mean? I will. And then I can make that a priority instead of being like, all right, I'll get to you eventually because I have all of these. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, okay, because you've been doing, tell us how long, remind us how long you have been, you've had your channel up. It'll be seven years on January 2nd. Do you ever think about that and be like, wow, okay, I've been in this book reviewing space now for seven years. Like, I've I've been thinking a lot about it, like, the last, like, six months. I'm like, mm-hmm. I just want to be a normal reader again who just, like, reads yes. and does nothing with it. Do you ever have those thoughts or those or like similar feelings or whatever? 100%. I mean, I still love doing the channel and I love doing the channel to share books with people. And I think 
it it works for me because it's not I'm not somebody who's trying to finish 10 books a week just to get you know right. book counts up or reviews out you know I'm I'm reading like a normal person and I'm sharing those books with people so would I step away from it no because I love it and I love talking to people and sharing books with people but you're absolutely correct I just want to go back to just being and being like oh hey I'd like to read that book next and not being dictated to by a list or buy books I feel like I have to get to. I mean, there will be, like, hi, Denise. Hi, Katie. You want to send me your books? Yeah, ladies, I'm going to read and review them immediately because <laughs> what I do. Because your books are fabulous. Rachel, you, Pippa, you, you, you heard me. But you know what I mean? Like, outside of that, I just, it felt so freeing. Like, literally, it felt like a weight off my shoulders. Yeah. And, like, and I'm that is something that I'm always thinking about. Like, the book reviewing space online just grows and grows and grows. Mm -hmm. And that is kind of the goal for people, right? That like you want to be able to get on NetGalley and just get approved for whatever you want. But, mm -hmm. and I think it takes time. And like, I just want to hear you talk about this because like you have been doing this for so long now. Like what do need, what do you, what do new book reviewers need to understand? Like, right? Like remember when we came in, that was mm -hmm. the goal. Like I just want to review and I want to review and review and get my name out there so people know I read and I review books. You can send me something, I'll read and review books. But then eventually years later, you're like, I'm just fucking overwhelmed. What do the new people need to know, Sarah? <laughs> Don't request all the things on NetGalley, which is what I did. <laughs> Because that's the, that's what I kind of thought about. I'm like, okay, I'll be completely honest. Like I said, I had over 1,300 books on NetGalley. I was at 27%, right? And what do they say? That your 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 goal is 80%, right? For mm -hmm. your reading, review, blah, blah, blah. Uh, clearly, they don't care about that because they were still giving me books. So that didn't mean anything, right? Like when you get to a certain point... Um, and I just think that you need, don't request all the things. That's the big, like, and if you're going to request something, part of the draw of NetGalley to me originally was having these books before other people. Like I have an e-copy before, you know, so-and-so, you know, before anybody else has it, before it's on the store shelves. But that's great if you read it in time, but if you're not reading it until after it's released, then there was really no point. Do you know exactly. What I mean? Yeah. 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 So that's it. That, you know, request what you can read, you know, le le uh, legitimately read in time and get the review out and just do that yeah. and start with the read now books. And, you know, but you don't have to, in my opinion, I have grown most of my audience without featuring NetGalley. Like, you know what I mean? I, I review old Harlequin romances from two decades ago, you know, like and people I, I'm, love I'm it. Really not <laughs> on the pulse of the romance industry, if you will. But <laughs> but it makes me happy. And like I've yeah. gone back because like seven years is a long time that I've been doing this. And I went back a couple weeks ago and I watched some of my first videos. And I watched one of my first TBR videos. And I remember holding up a Harlequin book and apologizing for it. Like I watched this video and I was holding it up and saying, yeah, I do have some of these. I know they're, ca they're campy, they're trashy, but I like them. I'm going to read it. And I thought you've grown so much as yeah, a reader. Yeah, you totally say, have. <laughs> these books are fantastic. Read them. You know what I mean? So I read what you love at the end of the day and review what you enjoy. And it can be a 20-year-old book or it can be a new release. Whatever. You don't need NetGalley to review books online. That's just my opinion. That's my opinion. Yeah, yeah. I think like if you're, I think where I've slipped, where I, I failed is like you said, like requesting things and 
I was requesting things a lot of times when I was like really a heavy mood reader, which this is so interesting because like you and I were total opposites. You were a very structured TBR person. You could read whatever. I was a mood reader. And now you're leaning into the mood reader era. And I'm kind of like, I'll just pick up this because I'm talking to this person for the podcast, whatever, you know? But like, I know where I failed was like, I would request stuff and I didn't really pay attention to like when it was due. And then like you said, then the book comes out and then you're reading it. And it's kind of like, well, what was the point of requesting it early if you weren't going to read it on time? So I think like if you're going to use like a site like that, you have like, like you said, keep it down, but also like, okay, I can read three books this month or whatever. Like you still want to like do your due diligence as a reviewer, but like, don't overwhelm yourself. Absolutely. Or you know what? Like I, I think somebody else mentioned to me, they're like, they use NetGalley and they don't request books, but they look to see what's coming out. I'm you like, that's that too. kind of ingenious Absolutely. too. Like just one, just look to see what's, what's new, what's coming out and make a list of it. That's pretty awesome. So you've deleted it in a fo- fever induced high. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I blame Presley the cat. He he told me he's like, do it, do it, do it. <laughs> oh, I always knew Presley was evil. You're right. <laughs> Love it, love it, love it. <laughs> you you mentioned you've been in kind of a slump. So, I mean, have any holiday? You talked the holiday trap. Have any holiday titles caught your attention? Like anything? You're like, okay, this is on the back burner for when I get back in the game. Oh yeah, I mean, there's a couple, and and a lot of them are. Um, um, actually, Kindle Unlimited titles. They're like sweet romances. I I still want to get to um Denise's new book, that dark wa- uh, backcountry cover up. Yeah, because um that is even though it doesn't show on the cover, which thank you Harlequin, it supposedly is a Christmas book. So I do want to read that one. Um, but outside of that, it's been like mostly. Hold on, I'm I should have been more prepared. I'm going on to my Kindle. So the resting Scrooge face I'm reading now, which I'm very excited about. And then I have like, there's an author named Courtney Walsh. I want to read some of her books. Jenny Proctor. Yeah. She's got some really cute Christmas books. You know, like I just literally, uh, there. Um, there's one called Scrooge and the Girls Next Door by Melanie Jacobson, which looks absolutely Oh my adorable. God, Sarah, I downloaded that yesterday. <laughs> We're such the same reader. <laughs> and yeah, and that's pretty much like Emma St. Clair's A Holly Jilly Christmas. Like these are the books that like I got a, an email from Jenny Proctor because I'm on her list and she showed all these authors other books. And I'm like, I want to read every single one of these books. You know, this is what I'm kind of in the mood for. And if that's going to yeah. get me out of the slump, so be it. That's what's going to get me out of the slump. But I still would like to get to the new Maisie Yates, the Merry Christmas Cowboy, because hello, Cowboy Christmas. And yeah. also and Maisie um, Yates. <laughs> And Maisie Yates, Queen Maisie Yates, and uh, Jennifer Snow's new book, um, The Christmas in Alaska one. I've read the first oh, yeah. um, book in the series, and I want to read that one too. So I have is that on new phone. one, the third one? Is it? Have you? Is there another one in the middle or no? Am I tripping? It's a novella. So it's like the first, quote unquote, the first book is a novella. Then you've got book one. This is book two. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love mm-hmm. Jennifer. Love her. her yeah, I haven't read. I mean, I read The Holiday Trap back in like September, I think. Um, I read Marcella's Hanukkah book. I read the the romance Kwanzaa book. But I honestly, I feel like I'm tripping, girl. I'm like, I'm not reading. You know, like I'd say like two or three years ago, by now we would have read like 30 Christmas books because we would have started in like September. And I just feel like there were like a couple years ago, there were so many holiday titles coming out. And I don't yep. feel like that now. Like traditional publish. I mean, Kindle, I feel like totally has you covered. But in the traditional oh, yeah. published world, I don't feel like I'm seeing a lot. Did you read that very 
Mary Brom the very the Christmas Lissa K. Adams. The only bromance okay. book I haven't read yet. A very merry bromance. I do have it. Do I have it? I had it on NetGalley, so I no longer have it. So I'm gonna okay. have to look for it. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I see it, I'm like, Sarah loves this series. I wonder if she's read this one. Yet. Yeah. I mean, I have read some Christmas titles so far this month. Like I started one and I DNF'd it. Um it was um oh god, what was the book? You're a mean one, Matthew Prince by okay, Timothy okay. Janowski. It, I, I know the point is, is that the main character is supposed to be mean, but it was a little over the top for me. And halfway through, I went, no, I'm done with this. Um, yeah. I did read um, the new Caitlin Cruz, the Presents novel. Um, that was a Christmas one. I've read that one. Claiming his Christmas secretary or something like that. Oh, yeah. It's such yeah. a Presents title. Like, it's yeah. like, yeah. you wouldn't need to show me the book. <laughs> this is a Presents <laughs> book. Um, I read, um, oh, you know which one I really enjoyed? Was One Christmas Night by Jules Bennett which is a desire novel. It's one of the books in the um, Texas Cattlemen's Club series. It was really cute. It was a surprise pregnancy romance. And I really, really liked it. It wasn't too Christmas, but it was just Christmas enough. I'm trying to think of what else I finished this month. Oh, and I read um, uh, a holiday anthology, three um, Regencies, uh, Kiss Under the Mistletoe or something by, God, I'm blanking on names today. Um, Anna Bennett and a couple of other authors. That one was okay. Didn't love it. With with anthologies, mm-hmm. you well know, Brie, like you're getting one story that's great and a couple that might not be as great. So, I mean, it was all right. Yeah, I'm reading the Jill Shalvis. I, I messaged you like, I'm reading the Jill Shalvis Holiday Ever After, which are just novellas that we've both probably already read before. <laughs> yeah, like, probably. Yeah. Kind of familiar, but whatevs, it's available on audio and it's Jill Shalvis. So. <laughs> right. Queen Jill Shelvis, that'll get you know what? And sometimes you need to do that. You need to go and reread a favorite to get yourself out of yes. a slump. Yeah. Like I did a video I... last week on the channel of my top five like Christmas books and like after I did the video, I'm like, I want to read one of these again. You know? Well, you know, I reread uh what is it, Miracle on Fifth Avenue. Like I've unhauled the rest of the series, but like I keep that book. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes I don't even reread the whole book. Sometimes I just reread, mm-hmm. like I'll reread like the first half or certain chapters. But I like that is my Christmas book. I think you're so right. Like sometimes you just need a good reread. Yeah. Yeah. Like some people it's like, oh, they reread like, you know, A Christmas Carol every year. I'm like, no, I'm going to reread Jill Shalvis is wrapped up in you about the girl with the taco truck. <laughs> Oh, I really hope she goes back to that series. Like, all I want for Christmas is for Jill Shalvis to go back to Heartbreaker Bay. Bay. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, she told us she wasn't done with the series, Sarah. So where is our book? Right. And again, it's going to be one of those when we see it on the shelves, we'll be like, she wrote that for us. She did. (laughs) She's got it. So I I like I was at Half Price Books and I found this like random series. I mean, it's like a three book series I didn't even know about by Jill Shalvis. And it was in like perfect condition. And I was like $3.99 a piece. I'm getting it because I really I know you always used to like rave about animal magnetism. So my goal in 2023 is I really want to focus on like, I want to pick a couple of authors and just really go hard on their backlist. And of course you have to do Jill Jill Chavez is one. So I have whatever that series is that I bought and I really want to read animal magnetism because I'm like, Sarah always said, if you thought Heartbreaker Bay was hilarious, you need to read animal magnetism. Like that really, like that first opening scene in the first book where she gets in the car accident and there's a duck and like whatever getting out of her car. Like it's just pure Jill Shalvis quirky humor. You know what I mean? Yes. No one does them like her, honestly. Have you been reading the new series or did you read like the first one or two of Sunrise Cove? I have not gotten to them yet. No, no. 
Okay. And I think that was part of what the whole NetGalley issue was, is that there was all these other things I wanted to read, but I felt obligated. And mm-hmm, now it's like mm-hmm. 2023. I'm like, no obligations anymore. I'm going to read what I want to read. And I'm looking forward to like diving into that series and a lot of other stuff too. I think you'll love the first one. I loved the first one. The second one was, I was like, did Jill Chavez write this? <laughs> was the first one, was the first one a Christmas one? Um, Was it? It was called The think. Family You Make. I think it was. Oh, okay, maybe they, not. I think they're like on, they're on this like a ski lift or whatever and they think they're gonna die and the hero calls his mom (laughs) the one i'm thinking is the novella that was like set on the like the covers on the beach and it's christmas oh yeah yeah oh god yeah because it's a novella you should yeah Yeah, it was a novella i'll I'll add that to my Mm. list (laughs) my ever-growing list now i know you get rid of that galley and making a new list right exactly exactly (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Well, okay. So has this slump that you've been feeling like you've been going through, has that made you rethink? Like, let's talk about New Year's goals. Like I always love talking goals with you. Like, what are you going to do differently in 2023 reading wise, you think? 2023 reading, I've been thinking a lot about it over the last few days. And one of the big things that I'm doing is actually um, inspired by another booktuber named Criminali. And uh, he's in the UK. He's got a ridiculous amount of subscribers. And he does this like read what you own challenge. It was originally called the 100 book challenge. So it's like read 100 of your own books, and then buy some new books right? Okay. And I'm like, I need to do that because I have, I am bursting at the seams. I now have four shelves of Harlequin books. Some of those shelves are triple stacked. I'm not lying. I know. know, I know you're not lying. (laughs) Right. You've seen, you've seen the mess that is that. Um, so I need to get to them and I'm just, that's one of my goals is to kind of read what you own in 2022 and just literally read what I feel like reading. And even with like, cause as you know, Brie, you were in booktube, it's so full of like readathons and read-alongs and this, that, and the other thing. And I'm like, maybe I'll read one book and participate. But overall, I just want to read what I want to read. I want to, st- you said it earlier, I want to step back and read how I read pre-booktube. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what I yeah. want. I'm not even going to And I think your viewers are going to love that. Like your I viewers so. have always just loved like how real and honest you are. Like you'll just say like, this is what I'm feeling like right now and this is what I'm going to do. And I think it just you're like you are the girl next door like oh I feel like that too like let me message Sarah Mm -hmm. and tell her like you're not alone in this so I think readers will appreciate that yeah because I miss that I miss that a lot it was a simpler time back then (laughs) (laughs) but I feel like a lot of people feel the need they see a lot of these big booktubers who are again flying through all these books and I'm not naming names but I'm sure you know who I'm talking about and it's like that's not the norm that is far from the norm I guarantee you those people didn't read like that before they got on booktube. They're keeping up with yeah. the Joneses. That's just my opinion. Yeah. So let's be let's let's bring reality back to booktube. This like I, I was talking to a fellow booktuber the other day. She's brand new, just starting her just starting her channel. And she's like, I can't put up very many videos because I don't read very quickly. I'm like, that's okay. You know, you don't Absolutely have to read okay. quickly. You can just yeah. come on and talk about what books you're excited about reading. It doesn't necessarily be ha- have to be books that you finished. You know what I mean? So that's the feeling that I don't like. And that's why I am trying to like shift gears. Like I watched this channel. She's like a psychologist or psychology mm-hmm. channel. And she talks actually a, a lot about reading like when she talks books, it's usually like psychology things. <laughs> but she was um she did this video about like how we're reading wrong. And she basically was like, it is okay to read 
a multiple stack of books at a time. Mm -hmm. And um, she's like, it's actually kind of not normal to be like a one book at a time kind of person. And I was like, the way she explained it, I was like, that is very real. Like, you know, in in the case that she was making, it was more like every book should be different. You know, obviously, like you don't want to read a bunch of books that are the same. But um, I was like, okay, I I was like, give yourself permission to have like five books on your nightstand and just read them as you do. Like, I don't like the feeling of like, I need to read through this as quickly as I can so I can move on to this. Like, I want to take this idea of reading fast for the purpose of moving on to something else out of the equation. Like, if it takes me two weeks to get through this book, it just takes two weeks to get through the book. What I always think back to, and I mean, we've talked to so many authors back when I was doing this with you, how long the process is for them to write the book. I just feel like for you to fly through the book in a day or two, you're doing a disservice in a way to the author. Like, unless yeah. it's such a good book that you can't put it down. That's that's yeah, like the, the difference, right? Yeah. But like, if you're yeah. just flying through it to read it, to read it, you're doing a disservice to the author. That's just my opinion. Yeah, I just want to like... Mm-hmm take all of that out of it you know I have like a heartwarming going on it's the 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 debut from Anna Grace and oh my god is phenomenal and she's probably like has Brie finished the book and I'm like but I just don't want it to end so I'm like okay like reading a couple (laughs) of pages here a couple of pages there you know I do have my my ebooks that I do text to speech or whatever but even that it's just like I just read a couple chapters and I call it a day. Like I literally have like five or six books going on it right now and I'm loving it and I'm not rushing through anything. Like I want to take that out of it. And we've all got stuff going on in our lives. Like I work full time. You, I'm not sure like if you're working yet or, but I know you're a mom, which is a full-time job in itself. So, you know, we're all busy. We only have so many hours a day. You know what I mean? So read what you enjoy and don't feel pressured. I think that's it at the end of the day. My word for, or my phrase for 2023 is no pressure. You know? I love that. Taking the pressure off. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's that's been a so couple of years. <laughs> take it I easy, guys. Back. Yeah. Take yeah. it easy. It's, it's, life is, believe me, life is too short. You know? Yeah. Take, just enjoy, right? So like looking at your shelves that are like bursting from the seams, like what excites <laughs> you about spending time with the books that you already own? I mean, like the new shiny flashy things are always going to come out, but like sell us on spending time with books that like once upon a time you were excited about because you did buy them. Yep. And that's it. I was looking at my shelves the other day and I'm just like going like, I want to read this. And they're not necessarily romance books or the ones that my eyes are being drawn to right now. I did end up joining Book of the Month because it's available now in Canada. Oh my gosh. Really you finally got it. <laughs> yeah. Right. It took it took time. But like the thrillers and stuff like that, I'm really enjoying. And um, Ruta Sapetti, she's got a book out that I really want to read. And I mean, I, I tr- I'm trying not to buy a lot, but Garrett and I often go to the thrift stores and we'll peruse the shelves and stuff like that. And like, I'll pick up these books and be like, oh, that looks really really good and then it gets shelved and then I don't think about it again for six months so I just want to get back to maybe even buying that book and being like you know what I'm gonna start reading this right now because I think that oh yeah I think what girly girl bookworm I don't know if she still does it but she used to do that like she'd get I think I think book of the month and she'd be Mm -hmm. like I'm reading this book this month or I have to unhaul it next month and I was like oh that that. is disciplined I love because you know what I said that I see so many booktubers who have like they get them every month and they have shelves a book of the month that they never read. So yeah. my goal to myself is, is that, for example, my December book, I have to read it in January. That's my I love goal. That. Yeah. I got to read it in January. So like my November book, I'm reading it this month because it's a thriller. For some reason, I always end my year off with a thriller. So it's the book I'm going to be reading when Garrett and I go on vacation at the uh, over New Year's. So I'm looking forward to it. So what have you read from book of the month that you're like, 
guys, this was good. I've only gotten the, the first book and I haven't gotten to it yet. We only okay, literally okay, so just got it in November. Yeah. Because yeah. I know they had like a Deanna Ray- Rayborn. Yeah, mm-hmm. Deanna Rayborn. And I heard it was good. Well, the one that I picked up for November was the, um, is it Claire McIntosh? The Last Party, like, you know, like a close circle thriller mystery. And I'm like, yes, this is what I, I want. And a part of me is like, save it because you always end the year off with a thriller. But I'm like, who says I can't read a thriller right now? Like, I've always been so stuck in my ways that in the month of December, you only read holiday books. There's no law. Nobody's going to arrest yeah. me. I can read a book <laughs> now if I want to. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I have to get out of that mindset, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like I, I'm reading that Joel Chalvis and like, it's takes, I guess it takes place in the spring. And I was like, oh, this is December, though. And I was like, girl, it doesn't matter. <laughs> You're enjoying we, the book. Just keep reading. <laughs> we start reading as reviewers. We usually start reading holiday books in like August. Yeah, we do. Right? Yeah, we're usually so, over it know, by now. December, we're done. <laughs> yeah. By December, give me a good slasher murder book, you know, <laughs> and I'm happy. <laughs> I love that you said that because I've been buying this horror writer. Her name's like Darcy Coates. I have like three books that I've hauled. Oh, yes. Um, from hers and I'm like I am so excited to to read those you know I mm-hmm. I definitely think 2023 is gonna be that permission of like picking up some different stuff you know exactly exactly and I think the other thing is too is that I'm not in a box where I just read these kind of books yeah I read Harlequins yeah I read this but I read like so much all over the place and that's just that's just me so maybe I don't have as many you know subscribers to my channel for that reason that I don't focus on just one as you've always said it YouTube wants you to stay in your lane but I think it's more authentic to me and I'm not going to change for somebody else yeah and no. that's how my channel is going to continue to go you know and then you can I mean because then you have readers that read so many different things which I think is right? just the, is the best way to go your audience is so different because your reading is so different Exactly. Have you, ever, have you read exactly. any cozy mysteries out? What about the cozy? Oh, I've been reading Sarah? a bunch because I'm actually part of a group. Like I do sprints a couple times a week with a couple of other ladies who read predominantly cozy mysteries. So I read recently um, a book called Red and Gone by Allison Brooke, which is the second <laughs> book in a haunted library mystery series, and it's Christmas. It was really cute. It was really Red cute. and Gone. I love that title. <laughs> but over the summer, a bunch of us buddy read a book called Deadly Summer Nights by Vicki Delaney. It, it takes place in the 1950s in a resort very similar to dirt, to the resort of Dirty Dancing. Okay. Oh, so you loved it. This resort, like this Kellerman's type resort. And there's a murder that happens. There was only two books in the series. Berkeley dropped the series. It was unbelievably good. It was so amazing. You should really pick it up and try it. Yeah, that one was absolutely fantastic. So um, I'm trying to think of this. Oh, yeah. And then there's another one called that I read earlier this uh, last month called... Um, Oh my gosh, I'm completely drawing blanks. The LA Night Market is the name of the series. And it takes place, like it's like a Chinese community in Los Angeles. And there's a murder that happens at this night market. It was really good. And the covers are very, very cool for that series. The second book comes out later this, uh, uh, earlier next year. So I'm looking forward to that one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think I've only, I read one recently, um, Darcy Hannah. It was very Christmas themed. And I was like, oh man, I miss cozies. And I've been reading the Lee Perry um, skeleton in the family series where it's like this literal skeleton. He's adorable. I need to read more (laughs) cozies. I need to, I need to just binge through a cozy sister series already. Try, Try, try the try the um the 1950s style one it's too okay bucks. it's fantastic you'll love it I, I promise you you'll love it well while I have you here I have to ask 
what are your thoughts on, you know, the upcoming unnamed Harlequin line we're getting? Ooh, I don't know. I haven't seen enough about it yet to actually say anything. I know that you and Aaron probably know a little bit more than I do, but I'm excited to see what the, what direction they're going in. But a part of me is very apprehensive because, and I know they have to change with the times. So please don't think I'm that person. But mm-hmm, this part mm-hmm. of me wants to hold on to the Harlequin that I know and love. You know what I mean? I love that they're adding in so many different aspects now. Like, I love the fact that we're getting so many authors of color in the regular line. I love the fact that we're seeing, you know, LGBTQ romances. Like, I I think they're fantastic. But uh, this part of me just wants to keep it true to the actual lines themselves in a way where, from what I'm understanding, from what I'm reading about this series, it's going to be a little all over the map. And I'm worried that that's going to be a downfall for them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that was my question was like, you know, we used to talk about this a lot with Blaze, you know, Mm -hmm. Blaze had so it had cowboy vampires, it had time travel, it had historical, you know, but Blaze ran, it did run for a long time and people loved it, but like was because it was a little bit of everything part of the reason that it may have went away. It kind of sounds like this new line is going to potentially have a lot of stuff going on too i don't know like i said from what i've heard from what you've told me because we talked about it a few months ago um yeah i I just i mean i appreciate that they're trying something different absolutely always try something different because you got to keep up with the market you know what i mean you got to keep up with yeah because you said it like we were talking about it and it's like i have to think to myself now are these lines still going to be around in four or five or six years something i love heartwarming you know i love heartwarming but does it have the audience that it needs to sustain itself. You know what I mean? Romance is moving in a different direction, I think. And I think that Harlequin needs to bend with the times and, and change things up a little bit. Do you think that, and and, and it'd be interesting to hear because you loved Blaze when Blaze was out, will this new line potentially encourage new to category readers to pick up the lines that have already been in place? What oh, do you absolutely. Think? And, and I'm sure that's going to be their goal. And that's what they're going to do. Because if they're smart, as I think, and you and I have talked about this, if they're smart, I think that they will put these out on bookshelves. They will not be ebook only. Put them out on the shelves at Walmart if you can, you know, just like the Desire books, just like the Presents books, just like all the ones that you see right now at your Target of Walmart. Because if you don't do that, and that was the downfall of Dare, that's my opinion. If they had been able to put those out on the shelves, I think that Dare would have sold better and you would have grabbed more readers to other lines because they would have gone, oh, like, look at this one. And then looked over and seen like a desire novel and be like, oh, this looks good too. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So that's what they need to do is they need to be more out there with some of these lines. Like don't have it be an ebook only. You know what I mean? But okay, so you and I both go to the Walmart, you know, Mm -hmm. and pick up Harlequins. We'll we'll place our order and then we go to the Walmart. In Canada... Can you imagine seeing one of these at your store? Oh, 100% because they used to have Blaze there. Okay. The Blaze okay. used to be like, really, think about the Dare covers, Bree. Think about those Dare covers. Are they any more out there than some of these cowboy romances with a shirtless cowboy? They're Definitely no more, <laughs> right? They're no more spicy. They're no more taboo. They're, you know, they're tasteful. And I think as long as they stay tasteful, there should be no problem. At all. Yeah. That's just my opinion. Well, we are rooting for it and we can't wait to see what it does. I know. I'm excited. I'm interested I'm to excited. see if I can see it at Walmart because I just, I really have a feeling that I won't see it at my Walmart. But I'm I, hoping I I'm so taken too. by surprise. Right? <laughs> I, 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 hope it's a, I hope it's a pleasant surprise. Well, before we get off here, you know the drill. 
tell mm. everybody where they should be keeping up with you online if they're not already. <laughs> <laughs> I have the channel, The Bookish Knitter. Um, you can find me on YouTube over there. And I am on Instagram, but I'm not as uh, prevalent over on Instagram. But uh, definitely find me on YouTube. Girl, isn't it nice to take a step back from Instagram? I have been very oh. much limiting my Instagram activity and it feels great. I mean, I go on and look at other people's stuff, but I'm like, that's good for me. You know, it's like Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> I don't do anything on Facebook yeah. anymore. I just go and look at pictures of my niece and nephew. I'm like, I'm good. This this is all I need right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I'm already so much into social media and so are you. Like I see you've been kicking in on TikTok, which is fantastic. But, um, you know, I think that's, we don't need to do all of the things. We need right, to keep yeah. some stuff to ourselves and, and, you know, don't put yourself out there too, too much. I think there's something exactly. to be said about that. Well, listeners... She'll be back. Well, we we don't need much of a reason to be like, hey, can you come talk to us? (laughs) So thank you for hanging out with me this morning. Thank you for inviting me. I had a blast. This was amazing. 